Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most American podcast network. Hey, is your Dungeons & Dragons game boring because you aren't using a wild magic table designed by Sans Pants Radio's very own Adam Carnavale with help from the rest of the D&D crew? Well, do I have the answer to your very specific problem? Your wild sorcerer will cause absolute abject chaos as their spells cause the lower half of themselves to become that of a chicken's or their target to get really into birds. There are tons and tons of entries, so you'll probably never encounter the same effect twice. It's the gift that keeps on giving you a headache. Head to sanspantsradio.com slash shop and look for our dumb wild magic table today. Once, not so long ago now, There lived a retired adventurer known as Sir Grace. Haunted by who he once was, he had left adventuring behind and dedicated himself to his wife and his unborn child. An unexpected call from an old friend, however, once again plunged his world into turmoil as his services were called upon one final time. Welcome to Episode 1 of Fall From Grace, Part 3, The Dungeon. Previously. Torches out. Everybody hold on to Thudu, and we'll approach closer in the darkness. But are the people just standing stock still? If you ask Thudu, she... <laughs> maybe at first you can feel her moving her head, and then she says, Yes. It was an illithid, Thudu says. I saw it. Okay, well, it's, it's good to have that confirmed. And so it is important to destroy an Alhoon's phylactery if one is sick and tired of an Alhoon. <laughs> <laughs> is there a way to bait it to a specific location? My thought is, I uh, say to everybody, what if we get it on a boat? So Richard Ware's non-magical greatsword has not harmed the creature at all. How many times do I have to tell you where your sword isn't magic? Head for the boat. <laughs> Where's your phylactery, idiot? The Alhoon's eyes widen and then it closes around your esophagus. So Grace, you die. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then the entire greatsword are shoved through the Alhoon's <sighs> chest. Oh boy. Did the Alhoon look like it was dead? Oh, the Alhoon just 
its lifeless body hits the water. You cast an eye over at its notes and its spell books, and you can see that they're still humming with a low energy. Maybe I'll collect the tomes, All put right. them in my backpack. As you do it, there's a part of you that feels like you're doing the wrong thing. There's dark, evil energy in this. And then she draws a dagger and stabs <gasps> Zinwalin in the head. What? Breaking off the dagger, Zinwalin collapses. What? <sighs> I don't think I I was really all there when when you kissed me <laughs> last. Um... She smiles. Perhaps we should do it again. So, Grace, mm-hmm. you have in, in the castle, you have... What's the name of your castle? Uh, I assume something like Grace Manor or Grace House. Grace House. <laughs> Grace, Grace House. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it might probably just be known as House Grace, to be honest. This, no, House we can't, Grace. We're just going to be making jokes about that. No, we got to get on to it. Yeah. All right. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you're standing in the drawing room, mm-hmm. if you will, or... Uh, I suppose, I don't know if a living room really exists in a castle. Sure. But you're equivalent of. You've got a, a giant hearth in the, kind of in the middle of the room. It's got, a, it's like a very beautifully elaborately designed, probably dwarven make. It used to be like a forge, but for you, it's just a fireplace. Yeah. And above it is like a, a drainage thing or like a, a, flume, a flume for this uh, for the smoke. Sitting near it with one foot put up on the forge itself, wrapped heavily in bandages, with the bandages precariously <laughs> close to the fire. Oh, no. Is uh, Sir Richard Ware in what you and he have described to your wives as playing with his food, has broken his leg. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, dear. He laughs every time you describe it as such. He probably came up, of the two of you, he's the one who It sounds like a a, a Richard Ware kind of gag. So he's recovering from that. Mm -hmm. With the best healing magic that money can buy, he has managed to retain his leg rather (laughs) than lose it. I see. But it requires some time to heal. Additionally... Next to him, listening to a very loud and drunken story, is your wife, Lady Isabella Enel. Mm-hmm. She is heavily pregnant. She's got both hands resting gently on her belly, leaning back in her chair, looking, smile, gr- gr- grinning, baring teeth. Yeah, 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 sure. And nodding along to, to Richard Ware's story mm-hmm. of maybe the, uh, like, a millionth time, literally a yeah. millionth yeah. time, but- he has told this story. Mm-hmm. Sitting next to her as well on her other side is Thudu, who with a long, now speckled with white beard, mm-hmm. is rocking backwards and forwards on a, a dwarven-made rocking chair. She, every now and then, glances at Isabella, and you can see that she's kind of gauging Isabella's health. Mm. Thudu has been quite concerned of is for Isabella of late. That's so kind of her. There have been several complications with the pregnancy, mm-hmm. and a couple of scares as well. It's 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 been kind of... It was initially, what was initially like a very happy thing has become kind of a bit worrisome. Yeah. Yeah. You're, everything looks, Thudu has assured you, Thudu is your, your uh, acting as wet nurse. Yeah, is yeah. that it? Yeah. No, wet nurse feeds the baby. Is that, <laughs> uh, no. It's, uh, something maiden? Yeah. Hand, not handmaiden. That's also incorrect. Yeah. But she is, she is the one who's been looking after, she knows a bit about pregnancy mm-hmm. and she has been helping with sure. this. 
she is essentially, I guess, a specialist <laughs> that you have contracted. So yeah, she she's been really like a fucking godsend mm. this entire time, and yeah. you do not so think grateful. you think something very awful could have happened if, if you didn't hadn't help. been for Thudu. Yeah, if you sure. hadn't had Thudu's help. And then also curled up on a rug nearby is Richard Ware's dog, Blinky. <laughs> That's nice. Every now and then, uh, so. Richard Ware's wife is at a piano nearby mm-hmm. in the room, gently playing a song. And every time the song reaches a crescendo, Blinky raises his head slowly and stiffly and barks a little. <laughs> That's cute. Oh, what a good dog. Blinky is a blink dog and is intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> I see. He has been, he's just like an old companion yeah. of yours. He's more of Richard Ware's companion, yeah. And so they go on quests together, sure. But you've also you've you've been joined. I guess in due to my that. quests yeah. with Richard Ware, there's been some crossover there. Yeah, uh, several years ago, the two of you, Richard Ware and mm. you, have kind of split up. Yeah, started you you started spending more and more time at home. He has not. <laughs> 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 and so he's kind of become the de facto leader of his own little adventuring yeah, for group, sure. which he will need to replace <laughs> several members of after his most recent escapade. Richard Ware's Companions. Yeah, <laughs> sure. It's a good name for them. Richard Ware's Companions. So, yeah, you're just you're sitting in the living mm-hmm. room and observing the proceedings. Mm-hmm. It's a, a very happy... It's like after everything that's happened with your wife, Isabella, mm-hmm. this is kind of like a very... It's a, a moment of calm. Yeah. A little tr- tranquil island in the middle of it. Nevertheless, you're... I am staring deep into the flames of the hearth mm. somewhere else. All right. So some time passes mm-hmm. like this with the, I, I was about to say gentle, it's not gentle, chatter between yeah. Isabella and Richard. And then the music slowly begins to peter out. Like Lady Ware is slowly coming kind of, to a natural sure. end of the song. She's kind of not been playing any specific songs. She's just been idly playing the piano. Mm-hmm. And then it stops very suddenly. And you see Syndra, Syndra Ware, mm. uh, Lady Ware, is looking past you at the entrance to the room. I'll, like, shake myself out of whatever reverie I was in and look in the same direction. You see, standing behind you is your butler with a very travel, like, road-beaten, traveled-looking courier. Uh, can I help you? Uh, S- Sir Grace? Do you know what time it is? Uh, yes, it's... It's late. He looks out the the window, and you can see that the sun is set. It's yeah. dark outside. I'm I'm terribly sorry, but I have a message. Okay, give it here. I he looks awkwardly around the room, mm-hmm. and in his moment of pause, Richard Ware tries to stand up, <laughs> fails to stand up, and then just kind of awkwardly in his seat, <laughs> yells over his shoulder at the courier, spit it out. <laughs> I'd like to, like, maybe I, I get a little closer to the courier and I'm like, is it of a confidential matter? What's. Uh, the king has requested your presence. I'd like to glance quickly at Isabella. Uh, regarding what? Isabella looked worried when you glanced yeah. at her. Uh, there's, there's been uh, developments. The, the king needs to see you urgently. Developments concerning the. the he, the courier looks left and right, and then almost as if he's afraid of summoning him by speaking <laughs> his name, says, the Necro Wizard Norton. The Necro? We, we dealt with that years ago. He was What gone. did we deal with? <sighs> Richard, you remember the Necro Wizard? Which one? <laughs> you remember from um, 
Ampleck with 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 all the the complications. Amp. Oh yes. Mm. Oh, he's back. Ah, uh, he said he would. Yeah, I, I suppose he <laughs> you did. Flash back to the last <laughs> words of the Necro Wizard Norton before you pushed him into the <laughs> boiling acid. Yeah, I will be back. <laughs> I'd like to turn on Dick and be like, so many people have said they'd be back that never came back. Dick. They, they're, just, so, they're always so certain, he yeah, says. They're always fairly confident. Um, well, I'm going to ne- need some time to process this. Is is the instruction to leave straight away? I have affairs to take care of. I, once again, glance at Isabella. Uh, 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 this is not I, a great time. I'm so sorry that this has come at an inopportune time, but I, you need to step outside and see the king. Oh, um, excuse me a moment. The chair that Richard Ware was sitting in topples over <laughs> completely in his struggle to stand Please, up. Please, Richard, I, I'll invite him inside. <laughs> I'll go to the front door of the house. As you walk mm. through your castle, you see that a lot of your serving staff are very understandably nervous and hurrying about. Mm. People are very quickly trying to clean. I mean, the place is always kept clean. Yeah. But, like, people are walking around trying to polish cloth until mm. the point where you can see your face in the cloth. Can I see anybody that, whatever, I'll grab a one member of serving staff as I walk by, just yeah. like grab him by the shirt and pull him in and be like, make sure the kitchen staff have some food prepared, some kind of meal. Yes, my lord. I, I don't know, get, get out the good brandy, wh- whatever is whatever we got that's that's top quality. Of course, my lord, yes. Okay. He scurries away as you let go. I'll open the door for the king. You open the door and sitting outside in your driveway, mm. not driveway, I suppose, but yeah. in the, like, the the path that leads, yeah, my the trail entrance, that leads to yeah. the main road. You see six carriages. All the carriages have, like, the big carriages, four horses to a carriage. Each of the carriages has a rider sitting in purple and gold, gold leaf clothing. Very beautiful looking regalia. Mm-hmm. You see a host of soldiers and knights about. Maybe, um, yeah, it looks like it's a very... As many soldiers and knights yeah. as they are, it still looks like a quite scant party for the okay. king. You think they might have prized speed over anything else for okay. this. Okay, wow. One of the, the doors to one of the six carriages opens, and a man steps out who has the same kind of tired, world-weary face as you. Mm. He He's almost like, <laughs> if it weren't for the fact that he is definitely older than you, yeah. and definitely, like, way more, like, Way more wealthy uh, of, yeah, than you. Yeah, sure. You might have thought him to be like a cousin or even a brother. Wow. As he approaches you, you look at the face of King Linus the Grey. Mm-hmm. I would like to get down on one one knee. in re- Not reverence, just out of respect. As you're getting down, Linus, yeah. Linus the Grey kind of like puts up a hand to stop you. Yeah. I think we need not such formalities, he says. Okay. I'll, please. I'll rise. Please. Yeah, please come inside. Um, the servants are preparing something for us to eat. The fire is warm. Um, I'll head inside and Linus can follow. You turn around, Linus the Grey follows you inside. As you're walking through the hallway towards your... your Hearth. Hearth, yes, thank you. Let's just stick with hearth. Let's just stick with hearth. You're absolutely right. Mm. Thank you. (laughs) As you're walking through the castle to get to the hearth, you see, you, because you're leading the way, mm. see every time you turn a corner or something like that, you see like uh, servants and handmaidens and stuff like that scurrying yeah, out of the yeah. path, having just finished like... Neatening s- everything up. Yeah. Like I said, everything was already neat and mm. clean. It's not like your staff are lax. No, or no, no, like no. But the, the king's king, here. Yeah, the look, king it's is a big coming deal. Out. The nice china is getting taken <laughs> out of the out of the cabinets and put out, mm-hmm. basically. 
So you, yeah, you approach the hearth. Actually, maybe you have a large hallway towards the hearth where you keep like works of art or yeah, probably. important things that yeah, you've yeah. encountered. What would be in here? Um, I would probably have, it, it would probably at the beginning mm-hmm. of this hallway, you might have like the heads of uh, like vanquished monsters, like maybe an owlbear head on the wall and like I was a, thinking a vampire head. Yeah, maybe. A vampire head is crazy to mount because it's a guy's head. It might be a vampire head, but they're like, mm, like when you put it up, you're like, oh, that. I don't know how that looks. And so, like, I've had taxidermied in sharper teeth all around, and maybe the mouth it's like open. A more bat-like looking yeah. vampire, like a half bat, half vampire, some strange obscure form of vampire yeah. that you fought. And then maybe as you go further down the hallway, there's like a noticeable transition moment where it goes from, you know, trophies effectively to maybe portraits and mm. works of art. And then maybe you hit a point where like there's clearly space for something new, but nothing has been put in. Yeah. Like I've just neglected this element of my life at this point. Do you have any yeah. sort of family portraits or anything here? I think I would keep my family portraits in places that we are. So okay. there might be a family portrait above the hearth. Okay. I imagine there's a family portrait. Well, the hearth is kind of in the center of the room. <laughs> so maybe not above the hearth. But like on but a yeah, wall. In, in there, yeah. Uh, there might be like a nice wall with a family portrait um, on it. And then underneath, perhaps a like a, a weapon stand or yeah. like a, I don't know what you call it. Like a, the kind a of weapon thing. Yeah, a weapon stand. Yeah, a weapon rack. Or yeah, a weapon, weapon rack that has yeah, yeah. cinder placed on it. Okay. On the wall. Sort of somewhat gathering dust. You enter the into the room with the hearth. And as you do so, you there's like an awful, tremendous scraping sound as Richard Ware uses his tremendous strength <laughs> to force himself to stand up. You hear cracking, and you can see that his cast is completely bent at the <laughs> oh, knee. No. <laughs> Linus the Grey mm-hmm. enters in after you, and he begins cordially saying hello to everyone. He shakes hands. He mm-hmm. maybe even shakes Blinky's hand. Yeah, well, he should. They're all members of Blinky the adventuring party. I, my- I introduce everyone, even though I'm sure he knows them. I'm like, of course. Um, He's probably heard leash. of, yeah. but yeah, hasn't ever met some of the people yeah. in this room. This is, yeah, yeah so great. Uh, so, so Grace, that's me. This is <laughs> Sir Richard Ware, Thudu, my, my life, Isabella, etc. A pleasure to meet you again. He says to, to Richard Ware, this is, I, I would say, this is the second time he's ever met Richard Ware. Okay. This is maybe the first time he's met uh, Lady Ware, Lady, mm-hmm. uh, Lady uh, Sandra Ware. Yeah. And this is be this would be the first time he's met. Oh no, second time he's met Blinky. He met your group once, yeah, yeah. but he's not met Ware's wife. Yet. Yeah, for sure. You are definitely the better. You're. I wouldn't necessarily describe you as being friends with the king, but you are friendly with the king. I've just got more of a relationship, yeah, I you, suppose. Yeah. You have kept a semi correspondence. Yeah, for sure. Casual correspondence. Mm. Every now and then he drops in your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like in the time between where I've sort of like moved away from the adventuring life. Yeah. He's maybe messaged me occasionally for like counsel on things. You yeah. Know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. He thing. absolutely would have asked your counsel yeah. on certain uh, items. Mm. So he sits down and as he sits down, Lady Anel, your wife. Oh, um, all right. So wait, her name would be Lady Isabella Enel Grace. Grace. Yes. <laughs> I think she needs to keep her surname. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. So she makes to get up to prepare some tea mm. and the king says, "Please, please, 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 please. You mm. you are quite obviously uh with child. It's I I do not wish to trouble anyone here for too long. Mm. I'm simply here to well, I'm here to to so that you understand the importance of what I'm asking." Of course. I'd like to just stand by the by the hearth. I'm not going to sit. Where are you looking? I would probably 
As much as I would like to brutally look into the heart, I'm probably looking at the king because that's just polite. That's fair. <laughs> you, looking at the king, see that he's quite obviously, there's like a lot of indecision and anguish crossing over his face, but there's like beneath it all, there's this like this strength of character, of personality, mm-hmm. like a force within him that every single time you see indecision or anything mm-hmm. has any hesitancy, it immediately you see it break through and his resolution resolves. Sure. And he looks at you and says, I'm so sorry, but the realm has need of you one more time. The Necro Wizard. The Necro Wizard Norton. He has returned through some fell magic. I'd like to maybe at this point look in the fire and be like, why me? Are there not younger adventurers? Younger, but none as experienced. You have faced the Necro Wizard before. We only discovered his return after discovering his army's return. He has amassed a, a powerful host to take us on. May I have a moment to confer with my wife, my leash? Of course, he says. He stands up. And leaves the room. Uh, please. Uh, Maybe also when, as he leaves, Lady Ware also gets up and leaves. <laughs> and as she walks out, she stops next to Richard, who's just looking from from you to your <laughs> wife. And then she slams him in the arm. And he looks at her and says, what? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thudu, she, Thudu's Sindra also- drags her husband out of the room. <laughs> But I wanted to hear. <laughs> Why? What are they going to talk about? Thudu is the last one out of the room. Mm-hmm. And Thudu looks at you meaningly and with... She, unlike <laughs> where, yeah. while she does adventure more than you do still, she understands your conundrum yeah, here. Yeah, sure. And there's a, there's a lot of age and wisdom in her eyes. Mm. So she gently taps your hand with as like a consolatory yeah. sort of thing. And then she leaves as well. I'd like to... Is my wife sitting down? She is. Okay. Maybe like I get down, like squat, put my hand on her hand, and be like, "I, I, I mean, Thuda said that the the baby would come any day. Now I would never forgive myself if I missed the birth." You see her lift her head upwards, and you've always been able to read her. You, you <laughs> it's funny that it seemed like you were working it. So <laughs> uh. it was funny to me because I rolled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then you rolled well, and then I was like, you've always been able yeah. to read her. But if this had gone wrong, no. <laughs> now, you you look at her face, and you can see that leaning back is kind of half a cover to hold back rapid blinking mm. and half to contain. She's obviously, like, not crying, but she's mm. tearing up. And she says, you do, you, you must, she looks you directly mm. and stops caring about the welling yeah. tears. She says, you must for the realm. I'd like to embrace her. Or maybe not even embrace her. Maybe because I'm already at that level. Maybe I embrace her pregnant belly. And I say something like, I'll return to you, my sweet. I, I, I promise. I know. You have it on my word. Um, she pulls your head back and looks into your face. Mm-hmm. I believe you. I tear up as well. And then I'll stand. I, I guess I got to make preparations then. Um, I should speak to the king. I love you. And I you. I will head for the king. You step outside. The king is, he's standing in the hallway, maybe admiring one of, one of your many paintings. Mm-hmm. He's just looking up at it. Richard Ware is in a wheelchair by, not by his own choice. Oh, God, no. He is in a wheelchair next to the king and they're having a, 
a pleasant enough chat. It's similar to the chat with your with your <laughs> wife, where he's kind of talking at the king, yeah. and the king is just politely listening. <laughs> um, sorry to interrupt, my liege. I assume I won't be going alone. No, I, will... I like gesture to like Richard Ware and, and even Thudo, and I'm like, I just don't think. Grace's companions that he are can really... come without <laughs> me. Richard Ware attempts to make attempts to stand up again, and Thudu plants a hand squarely in his chest and sits him back yeah. down. Yeah, I, d- I don't think Grace's companions are quite up to to another grand adventure. I, I, um... There is, he says, a uh, a group I have already assembled of a confederacy, if you will. I have requested already assistance from elves. Dwarves, halfling, all the races in accordance with mm-hmm. mankind, and they have sent champions and also soldiers. Okay, obviously, I I am I am at your behest, my leash. I I will come. My loyalty is to the realm; it always has been. But I will need to make preparations before leaving. Of course, you understand. Yes, of course. Any preparations you require, anything you need to defeat the Necro Wizard, is. At your disposal. Mm-hmm. I, I want you to understand how much this means to me and to the realm. I do not ask this lightly. If, if there were anyone else who I thought could get this job done, I would consult with them. But you are the only one who has slain or faced the Necro Wizard before who is not infirm. He mm-hmm. gestures to where. Where gives mm-hmm. like a sound of, ah. <laughs> <laughs> or in otherwise uh, or otherwise engaged. Mm. He gestures to Thudu. Yeah, I understand. Um. And now, a word from our sponsors. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Adam here, resident dungeon master to the stars. Did you know that myself and Jackson host a show here on Sanspants Radio where we create and show off homebrew content that we ourselves have created? It's called House Rules, and if you've ever struggled for making your own content, then it may just be perfect for you. Some episodes will come in with stories, classes, and abilities that we've already made and tell you about them so you can see where we've succeeded and failed. And sometimes we'll even make the content on air so you can follow along at home and make your own, or even improve upon ours. 
head on down to sensepantsradio.com and sign up for a King-level subscription today to start listening. All right, well, I don't think there's much I'll need from you at the moment. Um, okay. But I can... I can I can be there. I assume it's at Amplic. We need to leave tonight. Oh, um, of of course, of course. Give me an hour. He turns around and says, "I'll I will await you in the carriages." He thank leaves. you, my liege. No, thank you. I'd like to exchange like a knowing glance with Thudu. Thudu nods. Where uh, Richard Ware and Sindra Ware are having a argument about whether or not he is going. <laughs> Sindra turns him around and begins wheeling him away. You feel confident that if anyone can convince Richard Ware of something, it is Sindra, Sindra will take Ware. care. I don't have to think about she Richard She is the Ware. only human being who has ever been able to stop him from something. <laughs> uh, maybe as, as they like leave in their argument, me and Thudu will begin walking down the corridor Towards my chambers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I can maybe I say, like, jokingly to Thudo, I'm like, You're not thinking of coming, are you? I would, but unfortunately, I think, I think your, your wife needs me more. I know. Yeah. In any case, you, you were always the, the best among us, she says with mm. a wiry smile. I don't think I've left the castle for an adventure in about three years, Thudo. I, 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 look at me. I'd like gesture to my not out of shape body, but you know I've lived comfortably for a bit. I I don't. You've gone a bit to seed. I think <laughs> yeah, the expression yeah. is. I don't. There's there's nothing under a bit. If, <laughs> if if Richard Ware is anything to prove, <laughs> there is nothing that a little bit of bravado and a lot of violence can't do. She says you when she say, says that you you can see that she is quite obviously. Like she, she's like you in some yeah. ways. She's tired. She's yeah. getting. She's probably also considering leaving Keep the game giving as it up, well. Yeah. But you can see that she is layering on top, like that old thudu <laughs> of like, ha ha ha, let's <laughs> get there, sort of attitude about her. I, I like, I like, I give a laugh, you know, like a kind of like a, <laughs> yeah. But then I'd like to change to like a serious tone, almost in like a whiplash style way, and like stop in the middle of the corridor and turn to thudu and hold her hand and be like, look after Isabella for me. I, I know you will, but. If I don't ask, I mean, please make sure nothing happens. I, I don't think I could forgive myself if it went wrong. Or Thudu gives you kind of like a dark look. Sometimes you you sometimes you wonder how much she knows, mm. and she says, "Of course, I would never allow any harm to come to your child." I've lived a life, you know, Thudu. I've 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 lived a life, and I, I anyway. I should go prepare. I should go get my armor. I should go get ready. I, I, Do you need help? I think I'll manage. Thank you. She nods. I'll embrace her. She, she gives you a hearty, a warm hug back. Mm. All right, I'll head for my chambers. As you approach your chambers, one of your manservants approaches you and also offers to assist you in, in donning your... Actually, do you ever get assistance donning your armor? Probably not. I would imagine I then, do that myself. Then never mind, actually. No Even if I do, it. I think I'll do this privately. Okay. Yeah. You enter into... Your castle probably has an armory mm-hmm. that is very well stocked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, you're you, you, at the very least used to be an adventurer, so it should be quite well Oh, yeah, well absolutely. Any weapon that has ever been wielded by the armies of humanity can be found <laughs> here, in addition to most types of armor. You see, off to one side... Something that you always wanted in the back of your mind is a proper smithy mm. to be part of your armory. 
But a smithy is expensive. Sure. And you have been busy in other pursuits. Mm. And then when you started having more time, you started losing interest <laughs> yeah, in getting sure. a smithy. So you look over to one corner of the armory and you see just a simple set of leather working equipment. Mm-hmm. And you, you're just like looking at it for a brief moment, thinking back to times yeah. when as a child, you yourself in this very room were taught leather working by your father. Maybe I'll, I'll like go and like just like pick up one of the the leatherworking gauntlets and kind of like turn it over in my hand and then place it down, look away from it, grab whatever the nearest piece of armor, like suit of armor is, grab whatever the nearest spear is, and then I'll head for my bedroom. You would have generic armor mm. made for just like people who need armor in mm. defense of the castle, but you would also probably have your own like stylized set of armor. Are you wearing that stylized set? It it's probably not. It's not even visible right yeah. now. It's oh, actually, you could have it prominently displayed, yeah. or you could have it behind a cupboard or something like that. Would yeah. you prefer one or the other? Uh, probably maybe behind a cupboard. Well, if you know, if you open that cupboard, it's it would be like the scene in a movie. Yeah. That armor is your. It's the armor that you've been wearing since the beginning of the game. It's the it's the stuff of legend. Yeah, yeah. It's. The- would you be wearing that armor or just a dull? Regular set of armor. I'll probably just chuck on whatever's easy. All right. <laughs> Assuming that there's no mechanical difference, no, I right. will chuck on whatever's close and whatever's at hand. And maybe I'll glance at the cupboard that holds my armor, just as maybe when I'm leaving, I'll glance at Cinder on the wall, but I'll grab whatever's easy and whatever's close. You arm yourself with <laughs> just a regular set mm. of well looked after, but dull nonetheless, chainmail. Mm-hmm. And a simple no, actually, you still have uh, you still have some special equipment. Sure. And if you don't grab Cinder, you might still grab a magical spear. Yeah, of absolutely, some sort. absolutely. It's just Cinder's on the wall. It's it's if 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 I'm not retired, Cinder certainly is. <laughs> so I'll just grab whatever's close. Your yeah. current yeah, you, the spear that you grab hums with a magical energy, but it's not Cinder's familiar magical energy. Sure. So armed with spear plus one. <laughs> <laughs> And chain mail. (laughs) You, you, where would you like to go? I'd like to go to my, maybe not my bedroom, actually, my study. You head into your study. Mm -hmm. What's what's it look like? My study, I imagine, is these days used for probably just writing my memoirs, something like that. (laughs) There's maybe a several sheaves of paper and a quill, um, and maybe even like a a half bound book that is just like the beginning where I'm recording my adventures. And in fact, maybe on the desk, because I'm recording them from my journals, mm. there are maybe two or three thick stuffed journals, maybe let's say three of adventures with the glass slipper on the fl- on the front. Uh, and maybe I'm, I'm at the first one and I'm just open halfway through. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to, and, and maybe I, I just glance at them, but they're not really my concern right now. I'd like to go to maybe there's. Where do you a, have a Manuel de Monster? Well, that's what I was going to say. Oh yeah, sorry, go on. So I'd like to maybe I, ha- I I go to like a like a cupboard in mm-hmm. in 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 my study. Open the cupboard door and maybe from like the top shelf, covered in dust, I'll pull out a Manuel de Monster and I'll lay it down in front of me and I'll open the front page. I'll pull out a quill and I will write for Tiffany in case you too are cursed with adventure. And then I'll close it and I'll place it there prominently so that I can I can give it to her when I get back. Okay. Then I'll head back downstairs. On your way back downstairs, you can hear the loud argument of Syndra and mm-hmm. Richard uh, uh, again. And mm. you, it, Richard sounds like a petulant child <laughs> at this point. He mentally understands that Syndra is not going to let him go. Mm-hmm. And he's now just, it's like he's in the 
He's in the bargaining stage <laughs> of accepting this. Maybe as I as I pass, can I do I pass by them? You could pass near without too much trouble. You could pass near enough to have a conversation or something. Maybe as I pass, I'm like Richard. Richard, I know you want to come. I, I I appreciate that, of course. You know, and I'd love to have you, but I'm gonna need somebody to look after the castle while I'm gone. You know, we've made many enemies, the two of us, over the years, and you never know when somebody's gonna come back and strike. So. And I would, I would, I would have no one, rather than you, defending my castle and my and my wife. Richard looks at you, gives you another wiry <laughs> smile. You've kind of assuaged him. Uh, assuaged? 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 Yeah. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> you, you've kind of, you've kind of changed his, or not changed his mind, but yeah. he like Syndra had already made it very clear <laughs> that he wasn't going. You've softened the blow, sweetened the deal. Yeah, sweetened <laughs> the deal. He looks at you and he says. Ah, you know I'd die for this house. Thank you, Richard. I appreciate it. All right. <laughs> You're leaving a separate argument. <laughs> a separate argument that you uncomfortable you are uncomfortably aware is gonna end in sex. <laughs> they're a they're a weird couple. <laughs> yeah. The less I think about them, the better. For me. All right. Do you want to see anyone else on your way out? Oh yeah, I'll I'll visit my wife again oh, okay. one more time. You step back in. Mm. When you step back in, it's her and Thudu sitting by the hearth. She is staring into the flames, mm. and you can tell that she doesn't, she can't bear to look at you in your like armor. Okay. I would like to approach her. As you approach, she reaches out with a hand. She wants contact, mm. but she can't look at you right now. I'd like hold her hand, I get down on one knee, and I'd like to kiss her pregnant belly and be like, till I get back, Tiffany. And then I'll get up and I'll go. As you leave. You you can hear her stifling a sob. Mm, I I too try to have a stiff upper lip about it, but before I'm glad I have some kind of faceplate over my face right. right now. Uh, as you leave, several of your maybe you have some staff that are still quite new, or mm. like uh, some staff who do not know you as well as some of the other staff, mm. and they you can see are kind of like lining the entrances or the doorways to the exit. Every now and then, you see one of them ducking out and mm. whispering something. They're like excited. Mm. This is the famous stories mm. of Grace's companions that yeah. they've heard in the past, though. Your house staff who maybe know you a little bit better, especially like your head of staff. My butler, that yeah, kind of and thing. such. They who know you a little bit better. They they're waiting by the doorway, but they've got more of a grim mm. expression on their faces. Uh, as as I like pass through the doorway, I'll be like, I mean, you know what to do. You've kept the house, you know, some of you since my father's time, so I just keep at it, I suppose, and hopefully I'll be back with She's in the good month. hands with us. I nod to them, I know, I know. Farewell. I will, yeah, head into the carriage with the king. Stepping out into the front courtyard, you see that the king is not yet in his carriage. He's standing with four obvious-looking adventurers mm-hmm. arrayed around him, and they're chatting. One of them is a halfling wearing the heaviest set of full-plate armor you have ever seen. <laughs> the only reason you know it's a halfling and not a dwarf is because <laughs> he does not... Uh, she, sorry, currently is has her helmet tucked underneath her arm. You see emblazoned upon her chest the royal seal of the halfling king, and you did not realize the halfling king had knights. <laughs> <laughs> You can see a human. Mm-hmm. He's very impossibly tall. He must be seven foot, but he's incredibly weedy looking. Mm-hmm. He's got like a... Imagine someone as tall as Andre the Giant, mm-hmm. but as thin as uh, thin as a fucking post. Oh my whatever. God. It's not like grotesque. Yeah, it's just yeah. incredibly tall and thin. Sure. He wears like a long, heavy robe that drapes over him and... 
he you can see even through the robe bones sticking out. He is quite obviously heavy heavily emaciated. Mm-hmm. He's bald and he has one white blind milky eye and then one deep black eye. Oh god. Then there is a dwarf. The dwarf stands in armor, not nearly as heavy as the halfling, but still heavy set armor. And you can see on her shield is the symbol of Penia, which is mm. quite weird for Penia is a human god. Mm. And then finally an elf. The elf, you you must assume there's some sort of enchantment upon the elf because every time your eyes pass over her, they keep going. Like mm. you can't focus in on her. You get no real details about her. Okay. You just know she is a female elf. There's an ethereal quality to standing near her, I suppose. Okay. But yeah, you I, um, you don't know what her hair... The second you stop looking at her, you forget what her hair Completely color is. Completely gone. All right. All right. Uh, you approach them. Yeah. You're to be my companions then? Yes, the king says. He gestures for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the halfling snaps a, like a crisp salute and says, Sergeant Pippi Underfull, royal ward of the king of halflings. I say, Pippi Underfull? Pippi Underfull, yes. Okay. What about you, Milky? <laughs> you call him that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm calling the halfling half plate. <laughs> milky, Milky. All right. Elf is just elf. Cause I uh, and I've got nothing for the, for the dwarf with a human god. The human... Bends over slightly to shake your hand <laughs> and says in a heavily hus accent, mm-hmm. I am Bofril the Wise, he who can see through time. Okay. And the dwarf, mm-hmm. I am Jackie Melor, chosen of Penia. Jackie Melor. Okay. The elf does not immediately say anything, and then King Linus the Grey answers for her mm. after like a pregnant pause, says, and this is the mysterious Dane Brusilla. Okay. Dane Priscilla. Brucilla. Brucilla. Like Bruce Illa. Yeah, like Brucilla, Queen of the Desert. I got you. <laughs> exactly. That's what I meant. Yes. All right. I'd like to be like, right. Half plate, Milky, Messiah, Elf. If I say jump, you want to say how high. Okay. The halfling nods sharply and says, of course, you have my sword. As as she pulls in her sword, the king says, we haven't time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody on the carriage. You all climb into carriages. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the adventurers that you are to be traveling with climb into their own separate mm-hmm. carriage. It's just you and the king in one. Cool. There's like a whipping sound, horses whinnying, and then you're off. The horses move at a breakneck pace. Looking out the window, you can see scenery traveling past you at a, some might say, magical speed. <laughs> Gracious. That's and sad. Can... I don't get one last look at my castle before I go. Oh, you can. Yeah. It'd be a very brief one <laughs> at the <laughs> castle retreating into the darkness. Okay. I'll just face forward and, and kind of maybe try to catch some rest, to be honest. I guess I'm not That's sleeping fine. tonight. You. The ride is also supernaturally smooth. <laughs> That's very good that you have that with your cup of tea. It just it makes it seem like you're advertising a supernaturally smooth tea, and that's great. Supernaturally smooth. Zephyr's wing speed. I forget the name of the horse. Horseshoes of Zephyr. That's it. Horseshoes of Zephyr. Supernaturally smooth. All right. So in absolutely no time at all, you find yourself near the south coast of Vroengard, which mm-hmm. is the continent that you are currently on. 
It's uh, the same continent that Candor is a part of. Sure. You're heading, well, at first you're heading towards Fairburn Point, but then your carriage, the carriages make like a swift westerly change and you start heading in a kind of, yeah, like a more westernly direction. Uh, maybe ask the king, so the necro. This is happening over the course of a couple of days. Okay, like sure. Like two days maybe exactly. Well, maybe maybe in that time I'll try to clarify some stuff about the necro wizard from the king. Mm-hmm. So do we have an exact location? Yes, it's, uh, the king lays out, there's like in the carriage, it's large enough for a small table. And mm-hmm. on the small table, the king rolls out a map. You need to, it's like a bit awkward, but you can move the map about and look at it and such. The king gestures to, you see somewhere in between Fairburn Point and Blue Beach. He gestures to a spot on the cliffs and you can see near that spot, there are several not pins, I guess, mm. but there are several like marks on the map. One of them says staging area. Okay. One of them says meeting area. One of them says, and then there are several that have like proposed battleground sort okay. of thing. Sure. And with the proposed battleground ones, there's like a short, quick-handed list of like pros and cons on each one. Maybe also on the map, notations have been made. Things like um, consult with the elven, uh, pre- uh, with the president of the elves. Mm. Speak with the uh, king of the halflings. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like general organization. Kind of, yeah. It looks like in a hurry, this map has been laid out and it looks like they were planning stuff on the map and then they were so busy and doing things so quickly that instead of getting loose paper, they just started writing <laughs> on the map. Uh, maybe I asked the, ask the king as well, like, do we have any kind of explanation for the reason for the Necro Wizards' return? No. This will be another thing you will need to... To, to, to discern. Did, yeah, sure. to sure. ascertain. We need to understand... How the Necro Wizard has returned, how mm. how Norton managed to to come back from presumably hell. Yeah. How how he amassed this army. It is it, it seems like he has a, arranged or assembled a groups so, groups of orcs, mm-hmm. goblins, and the dead. Well, that's not surprising. The dead, understandable. He's a necro wizard. Yeah. Well, I mean, orcs and goblins, that's classic fair, yes. Pretty par for the course. Coming back from hell as well. I mean, that's mm. there are many ways. So we understand that he's using the cave network around here. He gestures to near where the staging area, all those little marks mm-hmm. are. We understand that around here is his base of operations. We've encountered small sortieing parties okay. harassing our skirmishers and such. And it's been it's been sort of worked out that his force must number in the thousands, maybe Maybe tens of thousands, maybe more. Mm. But nonetheless, he is still gathering supporters. Now is the perfect time to strike while he is while he's at his weakest. Yeah, okay. A confederation, as I said, of elves, halflings, the Huss, mm-hmm. and dwarves is being assembled. Okay. We are combining our forces, whatever forces we have available quickly to assemble and then crush in a crush them in an army versus army sort of situation. Of course. But you know the necro wizard Norton. He's yeah. not going to be killed in a simple no. um, in a simple uh, engagement like that. Mm. We need you to find where he is layering, and then under the cover of our assault, you will enter in and then hopefully subdue Vanquish. and kill him again. Sure. If you can find out what is bringing him back, of course, very much appreciated. Absolutely. Okay. Did you have any questions? Um. Has anybody seen him? Yes. We have the sighting from one one of the scouting, one of our scouting parties mm-hmm. managed to sight him sure. specifically. Would I be able to talk to them? Yes, we could arrange. Where so what's going to happen is where we know that he's using the cliff side. Oh sorry, we know that 
around the cliffside, there are many cave networks that okay. he is using. We will send you on a boat around along the coast to look for where, like, the cave side of his network. Okay. Sorry, the cliff side of his network mm. while we attack on the cave side okay. of his network. Yeah, for sure. Does for that sure. make sense? Yes, yeah. And while, when we, I will have the, I will arrange to have the scout meet you at the boat. Okay, fantastic. That, that sounds like a plan. Were there any other questions? Um, nothing I can think of at the moment. If something comes up, I'll ask. A simple plan. What could possibly go wrong? Find out next time on Fall from Grace, the Dungeon. Did you know they make toy smartphones for babies now? What is that? My little dick pic? I don't know. (laughs) Hey guys, it's Cameron James from the Total Reboot Podcast. Just letting you know that I'm doing an hour comedy show at the Sydney Comedy Festival, April 29 to May 1 at the absolutely marvellous Enmore Theatre. It's in a smaller room, but that's not important. Book at sydneycomedyfest.com.au. There is limited seating, so please book early, baby. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sans Pants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not of not, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. 
Just search for D&Ds for Nerds on your favourite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery. <laughs>